You're listening to Toronto's number one real estate podcast, powered by Watson Estates. The most successful local real estate investing starts right here, right now. Here's your host, broker, investor, and social media influencer, Bradley Watson. Hey, investors, Bradley here from Watson Estates, and you're listening to the largest, fastest growing podcast for Toronto real estate on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And as an investor and a broker myself, I like to keep informed and up to date with what's going on in the latest market, the real estate market here in Toronto and the GTA, and in some cases across the country. But part of that is speaking with people of great influence and people who have been successful in their real estate journeys from coast to coast. And today, in my opinion, in my honest opinion, is the best guest interview we have had so far. I had to cut it short. Definitely somebody we'll have on the show again, and you'll see why. We have Nav Chando. He's been investing in Canada since 1981, and he is the founder of the largest, Canada's largest real estate investment club with 17,000 members called precanada.com. We'll have the link down below for that, but he's also the founder and the training. His training program is at flippingforprofit.ca, and today he shares with us a number of techniques on how to find properties. He tells us how to find properties for pennies on the dollar. That's right. He also shares with us different grants, different opportunities in some cases for no strings attached to you as Canadians. But what I love the most about my conversation with Nav is that he truly cares for Canadians. He cares for people and for the things that he believes in. He has a heart. And oftentimes when it comes to looking at large investors, we believe there is no heart behind what they're doing. Not true. He extends his hand time and time again to help. And he does that for us today on our show by giving you some amazing insight on how to take your investment portfolio from here, got my hand nice and low, to way higher than you can hit on the screen. I know I learned a ton on the show and I know you're gonna love it when you do. Please hit the like button, comment, Give us a sub if you haven't, and you can also share this with your friends. This info needs to get out there for those that want to truly invest in real estate. You can tag us at Watson Estates. Enjoy the show. Nav, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us on the show. Good morning. I'm very good. Thank you. How about yourself? I am doing good, and I know we were just kind of uh, chatting a little bit before the episode, and I'm holding you back a lot because I'm excited to share some of the reasons why you do what you do. And you are the real estate guy for a lot of people across the country. Maybe if you wouldn't mind, introduce yourself a little bit, tell investors a little bit about yourself and what you've been doing the last several decades in Canada, real estate. Uh, by default, I got into business of real estate uh, and it was a very interesting story how I got into it. Uh, got into business about in the early 80s when the rates were 20 point four six percent on august 24th 1981 that was the worst recession and that's the highest interest rate we ever had in canada i didn't know nothing about real estate i was absolutely green and i was coming in a bus and somebody asked me a question and i'm gonna ask that question to you and all the listeners can you please help me what will be your answer uh you would hope yes and I said, yes, I can. What is it? The gentleman said, listen, I'm going to become homeless in two weeks time. Mm-hmm. I lost my job and the bank cannot take over. I didn't do anything wrong. All I just lost my job. I live in Glenana Circle in front of the Peking Town Center. Can you come on over and help me and my family? I have two beautiful kids. 
I will sincerely appreciate it if you can come on over and help me. And I said, sir, I have no idea about power sale or foreclosure. I'm brand new to this country. He said, but I know you'll figure it out. The guy reassured me. Okay, fine. Went to see this gentleman, his house, knock on the door. The lady opened the door. She goes, oh, you are East Indian. I said, yes, last time I checked, I was East, <laughs> I'm Mr. East Indian. She goes, I know you love chai, but my both kids like to meet you. My husband was talking about you. So what is it? First person I met was the daughter. She goes, I was waiting for you. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And she came in, tears in her eyes, holding a little cat. And she goes, listen, I didn't do anything wrong. And I'm shocked. I didn't even ask her a question. She goes, I didn't do anything wrong. My grandmother gave me this cat and she passed away. My father lost a job and now they're gonna take my cat away. Can you help me? Before I say anything else, she came with enforcement. Enforcement is, hey, listen, I know you can help me. Oh my Lord, I asked the good Lord, why me? And the voice come, why not you? At that time, we don't have internet. We don't have the cell phones. We have those rotary phones. You travel by the bus. And the, her brother came in, he's eight year old. He got a dog. He said, listen, Jeannie, excuse me. My name is Jeannie. Okay, I didn't know that. But again, he said, listen, my sister is dumb. But I'm a smart guy. I have plan A, B, and C. I said, what's your plan A and B and C? He said, the sheriff is gonna come in to throw us out. We have nowhere to go. But they all, I also know that they're gonna take my dog away. And the recess happened at 11.30. The sheriff is coming at 12. I'm gonna come down home. They're gonna take my dog and run away from home with my dog. There's no way they're gonna take my dog away. That was the heartbreaking way to getting into business real estate. Yeah. Not I was able to help the, those two young kids. I was able to help the family go through the, all the whole drama and learn the most powerful technique called power sale, evictions and redemptions. Yeah. From there on, it has been a journey. It's an incredible journey from the last 40 plus years now. I've been teaching for the last 30 years. I've written several different books. I bring a lot of awareness to Canadians about number one, forgivable real estate grants. I'd like to ask you a question and perhaps you can speak on behalf of people. How many Canadians do you know bought a house with the assistance of forgivable real estate down payment? Zero. Do you know it's available for every single Canadian? T tell us a little bit about that. Well, if you're a first-time home buyer in Canada, you should check with the region and just Google the word forgivable down payment assistance. And majority of the places it is available from time to time for first-time home buyer for principal residents, where the federal, provincial, and regional government will hand that. 5% of down payment, which you do not have to pay back. It's giving you a break. And there are several other programs run by charities and foundations, even developers, and they offer you opportunities to own a house as with as low as $1,000 down payment in Canada. 
And what this resource is can people to find that? Where would people find that particular resource? Well, unfortunately, this information is not available as much as we think. And that's why I start assembling information. So I become a copy cutter and I assemble all the information and turn into one directory. Okay. And since I traveled all across the country from many, many years for the last, let's say about 29 to 30 years, I noticed that when I speak to go and speak in seminars or whether I'm speaking at the university level or I'm speaking at a convention, people ask me a question, hey, you talk about investors, how about me? I'm a first time buyer. Yeah. And I said, I, there's help available for you. And people don't realize it. There are so many different grants available, including real estate investors. For example, let me give you a simple example. Let's say your basement is leaking. And who should pay for it? And people's question is, I don't know. Maybe the homeowner should pay for it. Insurance company should pay for it. Or builder should pay for it. There's a simple grant available from the federal and provincial or municipal. And you can have, it's called flood protection plan. Okay. And you can get about six to $10,000. You can get a sump pump and you can get a backup wall. And there's no cost to you. Across the country, and that's Canada-wide. Every Canadian taxpayers is eligible for this grant. There you go. This is beautiful. So, um, Nav, before we keep moving on here, guys, now you know why Nav is here. I love the perspective comes from the heart that he has, the stories he has of working with many Canadians across the country. But Nav is full of this type of information. This is why uh, more than, and we've had a number of very, High, highly recognized and praised guests on our show. Nav um, sets himself apart as far as finding deals, finding um, available grants. One of the things you mentioned was this directory you have. How are, what's the easiest way for our listeners to connect with you and to get access to this, this information that you've collected over the years? Well, uh, I was gonna do it in the form of writing a book and I was very discouraged by a publisher. And then I decided, no, I'm going to sell it only to exclusively to people I know and who can utilize it. So far, this uh, I've written several different directories, including business and credit. It's simply uh, with the fact that please only buy the book. It's not going to be cheap. It's going to be very expensive for a reason. I only want you to buy the book. Please, please use it. For example, a friend of mine wanted to buy the book from me. And the book is about $250. You say, any discount? I said, not a single cent, plus HST, plus handling charges. So what the heck? And I said, listen, there's a $50,000 available for you for free if you turn your basement into in-law suite. And he said, can you give me a break? I said, $50,000 break is good break. Would you like to save $50,000 or would you like to not invest $250. And his answer was, I'd like to invest 250 bucks plus HST. Yeah. And yeah. then by doing that, he's, he learned from the book, the very simple stuff, in the region of Halton, if you want to turn your in-law suite in your basement into legal suite, there's 50,000 grand available. There are strings attached for 15 years. You're going to follow the rent roll of CMHC, but 50,000 is a lot of money. And you don't have to pay it back. 
Right. That's the and I know the municipalities, that's one that I think is a little more, um, it's obviously dependent on the municipality, but they come in waves where they want to convert them into legal units, existing units. And we see those all the time. So, so this book that you're discussing, is this already available? Is this something you have? Yes. Yes. Okay. I revi we revise this book uh, every six months to a year because okay. information changes. And what we do is very cleverly is uh, we do not delete any grant which was available in the past because they can recycle again. Contact remain the same, the website remain the same, the name of the person remain the same. And if people say, hey, that had expired, I say they'll be recycled. Depending upon the political uh, arena in this country, all the policymakers are more or less the same. The politicians come and go. Okay. So that's why we keep these books handy. Maybe give us one more and then let's move on because I, I know there's a ton of them. Give us another one you think would be heavily utilized by some of our, our listeners. Yeah, one of the biggest one I'd like to give it away to all the Canadians is something, is the privilege we have in this country. If you are 65 years plus or you're a Canadian citizen, Canadian senior, there are a lot of privileges available under the Municipal Act. If you're a senior, you're not in good health, you don't have to shovel the snow. You don't have to mow the lawn. Even you can get the property taxes reduced. And there's a grant available. And that grant is available for you, which you don't have to pay it back to adjust your house accordingly. It's called RAMP, R-A-M-P, the Residential Assistance Modification Program, which can be from somewhere from $2,500 to $75,000. And you can adjust your house accordingly, increase the size of your washroom, uh, reduce. Uh, if you have to fix your kitchen cabinet so that you are comfortable, if you have wheelchair, these privileges are available for all Canadians. By 2030, every fourth Canadian will be senior. And this information is helpful because, hey, it's your taxpayer's money. These benefits are available for every single Canadian who is paying the taxes in this country. There you go. Beautiful. Lots of good stuff here. Okay. One of, the, one of the things that you discuss with some of your students is this idea of virtual wholesaling. Can, and it just, it really has a nice ring to it during COVID. Tell us what, what is virtual wholesaling? Well, we recently bought a piece of property. Uh, we buy a lot of real estate all across Canada. We don't never get to see the owner, never get to see the property. And we sell the property again, virtually, and we never get to meet anybody. Everything mm -hmm. is done by telephone or Zoom call and so on. And we get calls from all across Canada from people who are got themselves in a pickle, they got into themselves into trouble, or the properties are not, I would say not presentable to be put on MLS or so on. People are holders, people got themselves in a, in a situation, whether it's a depression, drugs or whatever. One thing we like to make sure we understand there's their scenario. We ask them to get a legal opinion and uh, before we can offer to them, we, got, we have enough data to collect all the information when they bought the house, if they have any liens, if they owe money to CRA, and make them aware, hey, listen, house is not your only obligation. How about if I give you a second chance, if you can keep the property? Let me see if I can help you out. And they like the idea that I'm not one of those gougers to buy the house. I want to understand, hey, what's going on with you? What's the best thing we can offer? And people like that. Yeah. Well, it's unique. It's very rare. 
And when they call me in, for example, we got a lady called me from Saskatchewan and I do not know how to pronounce the name. The population of the, of the town is like 1800 people. And she's been trying to sell the house forever. We bought the piece of property from her and resold it in the same day. And she goes, I've been trying for three years. I have the best realtor. And I said, it's just a matter of presentation. And we realized that even though the house is only $18,500, we paid her. But for her, she needed the relief. She was not able to maintain the property. She didn't have the money. And there are so many factors going on with her age and health and so on. And in that call, we are only able to help her not only about the house, but several other issues where she needed the help. And there was a human touch to it. Yeah. And doing virtual wholesaling is all about, not about making money. I believe if you put a little touch, that's so you sincerely care about people and people feel it and they sense it. And I feel the business multiplies. And another day you go home, sleep like a baby, you, you say, thank you, Lord, for giving me another beautiful day. I think that's very important for me, myself. That's my values. Yeah, yeah. And, and this system, I can tell, has been developed from years of working with, within this space. Uh, you are arguably the king or a contender for the king of getting off-market, um, the way you call it, is pennies on the dollar deals. I'm very much interested in seeing if this is something, I guess, how that happens. How does that work? We can see that there's a heart behind it, but many Canadians just don't believe it's possible. So what can you say to show us that this is, this is something that's accessible to the average Canadian? Uh, average real estate investor knows only three things. Buy real estate, build equity, I hope property goes up. That's the old method. The new method is simple. The majority of Canadian multi-billionaires, there are only 41 of them, if you look at them and say, listen, how do you acquire the properties? I'm gonna give you an example of Ted Rogers. Ted Rogers, when he was alive, he passed away in 2008. He bought one of the most beautiful property in Toronto. And he did, I call it realtor coup. I'm gonna give you two examples of it. Okay. We built Canadian taxpayers, paid the money, about $600 million to build the Sky Dome in 1989. 2005, Ted Roger bought the Sky Dome from us for $25 million. Is that a good deal? Absolutely. Now, second thing, 1989, we had a, a big boom, busted. Market value dropped by 40%. 175 trust companies, insurance companies went bankrupt. He bought one of the most iconic buildings at Young and Bloor in the heart of Toronto. The building was known as Confederation Life Building. Believe it or not, two towers, he only paid $1 million for it. That's a real estate coup. Can you <laughs> believe that, that he paid in 1996, $1 million for it? You can't even get a detached house for that anymore. Well, I can show you, you can buy a lot of real estate in Canada and I'm gonna make it very public. And the best part is I have one particular saying since ever since I've been teaching for the last 30 years. Just like a good carpenter, measure it twice, cut only once. Anybody who provides information, ask for the proof. Don't trust anybody. Yeah. Why? So for me, when I disclose information, pennies and a dollar, I like to give them a proof. 
proof is very simple. It's in public domain. So how can you buy properties at three cents on a dollar in Canada? Is that possible? The answer is absolutely yes. Can it be proven? Yes. Can you verify information directly? Yes, all the time. How often does it happen? Every week. How many people know about it? Maybe point, very, very small portion. What is it all about? I'm gonna give you three different scenarios. Okay. And it has nothing to do with MLS. It has nothing to do with off-market. It has nothing to do with distress sales. It's a different ball game. Uh, one thing is called civil enforcement. Other one is perhaps some of people might know of it. It's called tax liens. In Ontario, let's talk about Ontario first. We have 10 different provinces and three territories. The laws are exactly more or less the same. Each province have different laws. So let's talk about province of Ontario. Province of Ontario under Municipal Act 2001. The law states very clearly, if you are a property owner, if you do not pay property taxes for one year, second year, third year, the city have the right to sell your property for the amount of taxes owing. So here's a scenario. A typical property would have property taxes of approximately 1% versus value. Let's say you want a house in a small town close to, let's say, Thunder Bay. And, or let's say, pick up a town like Dryden, because we just bought three properties there. A property value is $100,000. Property taxes are $1,000 a year. So you didn't pay the property taxes for one year, second year, third year, now you owe the city of Dryden $3,000. The city is going to sell the $100,000 property for $3,000. Is that a good deal for you? If you can get it, why not? Yes, you will get it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna suggest fellow Canadian investors, please don't take a word, go to Google, check the results of tax lien sales and check it out. Mm -hmm. Check the property address and they can tell you exactly who bought it, how much they paid for it, what was assessment value. Here's another interesting scenario. City of Toronto, one of the most expensive area is Forest Hill. There's a piece of property which is gonna be going up for sale in taxes. And this property has been, is gonna go for sale for a minimum bid about $600,000 and the property value is 4 million bucks at least. Is that a good deal? So these are pennies on a dollar. And then yeah. we can discuss other aspect of it, whether it's a lien from scanner revenue agency, whether it is a civil enforcement. And what, what is that sale enforcement? Can you just give us a- Civil enforcement is called in Ontario, share of sale of lands. Okay. What happened as follows, Let's say for just simple example, you have a line of credit or you have a, you owe somebody, let's say $25,000. That person go to the court, got to get a judgment against you. It's not a lien, it's a judgment. Yeah. The judgment is given by judges only. You take the judgment directly to the sheriff's office and to tell the sheriff, I'm the creditor, this person have these assets and the sheriff is going to conduct a sale of the, all their assets, including their principal residence, and the property will be sold 
even they, they owe 25,000. Let me give you a very good example in Toronto. A lovely a young couple from Iran, I'm gonna be very particular about it because it's surreal and I was involved in this deal. This property is worth about two and a half or $3 million. They owe $8,000 to somebody. The person who owed $8,000 went to the court, got a judgment against them, and the property worth about $3 million got sold for $1 million only under the civil enforcement. As an investor, is, don't you think it's a great deal for you that you can have instant $2 million? Yes, and I, I've seen the tax sale, but this sale of judgment is, is a new concept to, to even myself. Is that something that every Canadian can plug into, or is that limited yes. to access to that judgment? Each province, the laws are different. In the province of Ontario, it's different than compared to province of Alberta or any of the provinces. I, what I do is when I teach people, I take all my students directly in the court office. I teach them the law. I say, what the judge gonna say? What gonna be verdict? This is where we can help all those people. The families were in trouble. The bank is here and we could be the peacemaker and we are the one who can create a win-win situation. Bank can walk away happy. Homeowner can walk away happy and we can make deal happen and we can make profit at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I it's, it's a whole directly. new world for our listeners to investigate and obviously to connect with you and your team. Is, is there any other aspects where you'd see this or repeat this phrase pennies on the dollar beyond tax and courts? Or is that really the, the, the secret sauce? No, there are about 24 different techniques to it. And uh, <laughs> we can spend uh, next We're just on years. the surface here. Yeah, this is like on the surface, very easy to uh, people to understand it because the terminology become a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah. And people say, what is what are you talking about? And for example, let me give you a simple example, which is gonna throw you off altogether. And this is a good thing for Canadians who are investors, who are landlords. How many of you know the fact that you're renting a property to a person and that, that person commits a criminal offense? And the police have the right to take away your property without going to court and you're no longer the owner of the property. Are you aware of it? I this, did not know that. Well, so they can, sorry, so repeat that. So if we have a tenant that it commits a criminal act, what repercussions are on the landlord? Landlord loses his house, the property altogether. Without and what happens to anything it? Wrong. Sorry? What happens to the house? Who, who, who seizes the house? Is that, is that the mortgage company or who's taking it? No, the police. It's called civil forfeiture. Wow. Forfeit. And this exists out of 10 different provinces. Six provinces have this law. We have in Ontario. And you see it very often in BC and Alberta. And these properties will be resold. Now, since they, these properties are seized, the ownership is gone. You are the owner. You are a nice guy. You are sitting in Toronto. You didn't do anything wrong. You think the guy you put was a nice guy. Guess what? A wrong decision, not knowing the law gonna cost you your investment and there's nothing you can do about it. I can't believe this isn't bigger news. And well, I know that, again, knowing you, that's one thing. And I know there's more. There's a lot more but goes I did in. not know that. I'll be frank with you, I did not know that. I'll bet you almost I, every if someone does know that, please comment below because I don't think many people knew that. As a matter of fact, when you start digging into it, you'll be surprised. And once these properties are okay, the police are gonna take over the house. What's gonna to happen to the house? Eventually the house needs to be sold. Yeah. 
Another example I can give it to you is surplus properties. Surplus properties. They surplus got so pennies on a dollar. Now in Toronto, we have a lot less kids. Now we have more pets and then the kids. So we don't need more schools. And the schools are sold as surplus properties. Okay. As a matter of fact, there are so many property gets sold as a surplus by federal, provincial, municipal, crown corporations, charities, foundations, and you'll be shocked that what you can pick it up. And those properties are incredible. Let me give you one more example since we are yes, at Please it. don't stop. Auctions. My Auction. favorite part, auctions, real estate auctions. And I have a little saying, you never do an auction, you cannot call yourself an investor. <laughs> this is the fun part of it. I don't mean to offend anybody. Please forgive me if I- Well, auctions it. doesn't seem like a term used in Canada. So explain what that process and what is that? It's, it's auction, simple auction. There are two types of auctions happen. One is Dutch, other one is regular. So if you get, when you, people take my trading, I take them to the auction. And you should see their faces. They say, oh my God, watch and see. And what happened is when you go to an auction, it happened in the courts, it happened in the Supreme Court. And people don't know that. And you can pick up a property. For example, I was in um, Nova Scotia for a day in Halifax. I went in the winter purposely for one day. I spent eight days there. In front of my own eyes, I see a piece of property worth $150,000 sold for $1,000, which can rent for $2,000 a month. Is that a good deal? It happened in the spring. At court. this point, I don't know anymore because I'm, we're getting such good deals that it doesn't seem like that, that beneficial anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is you set totally the bar good. so high for, for investors just with yeah, these few items. Again, education is much, much cheaper than the ignorance and majority of 1900 Canadians investors only know speculation, appreciation, equity building, and they don't understand that there are bargains out there. And for example, I'll give you another example. Yes. I am at it, are you gonna love me or are you gonna hate me at the same time? A beautiful condo in Red Hot Market in Vancouver, property value $370,000. It got auctioned off. Now this is the worst or I ever heard. Guess what it got sold for? What? Property value is $370,000. Guess what it sold for an auction? I don't know, man. Give me, give me anything. $50,000. Keep going a lot less than that. Half, 25,000. A lot, lot less than that. Okay, let's friend. go crazy with a thousand. Uh, now you've gone a little too far. It's about $1,700. Wow. Can you imagine? So what was that? Property. That was an auction? That was done yes, in an auction. it was auction. It was a tax lien. It was uh, well publicized. in People the People are grinding their gears, working way too hard in a multiple offer situation. People are unable to afford houses in Toronto. And yet here we are buying a quarter million dollar properties for a thousand bucks. Well, here's an example. In last, uh, I just did the trading about four months ago. One of my students bought four properties and I believe he spent all together approximately 250,000 money. 
the real market value will be approximately 1.5 million. So he made $1.2 million simply buying these same strategies. And with all due respect, is full disclosure, I can give you the exact address of the property, how much he paid for it, what was assessment value, how he acquired it. And that's the difference maker. Yeah. People make millions of dollars by having a proper technique and strategies. It's not about finding a distressed owner. And one thing I'm totally against, I'll come after you and I'll bring everything in my power. Please do not take away or steal a house from a grandmother's home or anybody's mother's home. If I come to know you're doing that, I'll bring every possible people with me that don't do that. It yeah. is your mother, it's my mother, it's not cool. Well, with, with this information and the strength that people have, there, was, there has to be a sense of responsibility. There has to be. 100%. There has to be some sort of a code of respect, family, values. It's not about the greed or money or ego. Uh, I want you to, uh, we, we should all respect, regardless, uh, apart from the money, that distressed sellers are in a situation and we could be ourselves in that situation, but please don't take away. When a lady called me, she's 86 years old from Mission, BC. And she was talking to me and she goes, I'm working at McDonald's. Excuse me, are you 86 and working at McDonald's? I said, why are you doing that? She goes, I'm gonna lose my husband to foreclosure. And I said, why? She goes, my husband died many years ago and the lawyer made a mistake not registering the discharge of the mortgage. The bank is coming after me. What did we do? We took the right action. And myself and a few other people got together, paid off our mortgage because everything is taken care. Yeah. It was, and she goes, who paid us? Nobody cared. Somebody just paid for it. Thank you. Just enjoy your life. It's okay. So for, for the sake of time, um, because I know there's more here and I want to keep moving. Where, where can folks find that apart from what would coaching be the avenue to do that? Or is there a book or something published that folks can reach out to you or get involved and understand the full list of where you find access to these off markets or these, these deals? No, we only provide education live uh, on a very small group of you. I do coaching to selective people. Uh, the idea is you're not going to learn something which you need to learn 10,000 hours in one day or one hour. There's something you are going to learn, terminology, it's just like trying to learn a language. If you know the uh, 26 alphabet, doesn't mean you have become a master of English language. And the idea is if you start associating yourself, I've been in business for a long time and I still believe there's so much more to learn. I spend two and a half hours every day of learning. Yeah. Okay, and so, so it, folks can reach you. Where would you have them go? We'll have all the links for you. Would you do that? Which web website or where can they connect to your coaching program to, to get involved in that? Well, the best program is for them. I suggest them, hey, please uh, test the water. I have a three-hour program, which costs about $100, flippingforprofit.ca. Okay. Take the training, verify every single information I've given to you. If you're 100% ready, then we proceed to three-day program and then we proceed to a coaching program. The intention is, if we have the same synergy, we have the same value, then I'm happy to help you and it goes vice versa. I learn also from you. 
there's no such thing. I'm the only person. I learn from everybody. Very good. Very good. Okay. So I know you have different techniques to multiply real estate. Can you explain to us what that means? Oh, believe it or not. Okay. Here is the one. I, I told you that we had to keep moving. There's more here. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, recently, I'm going to give you a good example, prime example and real life example. There's a piece of property in Toronto. Somebody is selling their backyard and it's only for $1 million. Would you buy a backyard for 1 million bucks? If it's worth a million, sure. Or more. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Uh, there are several different techniques how you can multiply the value of your property three to five times or maybe add extra hundred or $200,000 without spending any of your own capital. So let's talk about number one, which is the red hot item for next 50 years to come. In Toronto, we have 300 kilometers of laneways. So far, they have issued about 300 building permits. Now this is gonna resolve the issue in Toronto. It's very common in Vancouver, by the way. So what people are doing is they're asking, if there is a laneway, they're asking the city for the severance. If you're able to sever your backyard where you park your car in the garage, that little space in the garage is worth about a million dollars. Now on that one, you can spend about three to $500 per square feet, about a thousand square feet of a house and that property is worth $3 million. You can see that even if you did not own the house, you bought the lot and you built it, you double up your money in six months time. So you're seeing a tremendous opportunity in Laneway in the next 50 years in Toronto. Uh, in Toronto, absolutely. Because they're 300 kilometer long. There's so many. And it's going to take a long time for us. And the city is opened up now. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, there's a lot of stuff goes in as a political thing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna also touch a little bit uh, particularly about boom and burst for a reason uh, in a minute, just to bring hardcore facts. If you are a speculator, what you should be careful with. Now, when it comes to multiplying the value of any real estate, severance is the name of the game. Severance can take three months, three years or forever. But if you understand, and the basics of it is incredible opportunity. Okay. And second part is what people are doing is uh, in form of uh, uh, multiplying their properties or utilizing two or three different grants. For example, you wanna build a laneway house. The city of Toronto will offer you $50,000 grant, but they will control the rent for you. Yes. And again, 50,000 against 10 or 15 years of rent control. If you look at it, at least you got the money up front. So there's a trade-off. Money is not the issue, it's the creativity, the knowledge, and the real practical knowledge. People talk a lot of stuff on the YouTube and all the stuff. And my question is, have you seen in real life? They said, no. Which property they have done it? I like, I'm one of those guys and I want everybody to be like me in a way. I don't trust anybody. Show me the proof. Yeah. I'm from Missouri. Show me the proof. Okay, so <laughs> any other techniques? Let's give one more here before we move on to our, our, our next question for you. Uh, there are several different techniques. Uh, uh, I would like to address uh, 
Oh boy, you got me in a little bit of situation here. <laughs> if you got two, uh, let's stick with the two. I'm okay with two. Okay, no. Uh, there is a there is something uh, I'd like to share with you. It's called hybrid hybrid wholesaling. Okay. So what you do is you don't want to make money all at once. You want to keep making money for generations. So let's say yourself, okay? That Mr. Watson, is that okay to call you Mr. Watson? Mm. Just for yes. the sake of uh, make it more formal. Mr. Watson is a wholesaler and every you just said that's a you just bought a property in Edmonton. Property value is 370, you got for 250. Now you can sell it for three and quarter, but you're still leaving 50,000 there. And you can say, listen, I'll take 75,000 now, but also like to keep 30% of the ownership with you. I will be the passive investor. My name will appear as JV. And now if that property is rental, you may gonna have extra hundred bucks coming in, ka-ching, ka-ching every month. And whenever they sell, again, you got a little bit second gravy again, and that gravy doesn't hurt. I think we're going to start to see that as a bit of a shifting trend become more popular. I, I've I've had that conversation in the past. I agree. I think that's a smart way. I, I'm hearing more and more wholesalers saying they want to keep more of their stuff, and this would be one avenue to do that, but still get the income of the wholesale. I love the idea. Yes, again, you know, it's part of uh, becoming a JV partner because a lot of times you will go in a deal. Uh, for example, I'll do a lot of deals where I'm, I'm a strategist to set up a deal together. And instead of charging a fee, I'll keep a percentage of the ownership. Yeah. And that helps a lot. That's good. Okay. You got one more? Can I we want me to move on? About? To the next question. Do you have, a, do you have another technique or we want to move on to the next question? Well, we have so many techniques. We will talk another time. Uh, there's a couple other things I guess you want to talk at the same time. Uh, I'm looking at the time as well for you. Yes. Yeah. I just want to keep us honestly, it'd be, I'd love to have you come on again down the road, but I know your time is very valuable as well. One of the questions you had here was this concept as we're talking about joint ventures is hidden profits in joint ventures. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about what that means. Well, whenever you're doing a joint venture, sometimes, you know, you may going to find that people can bring a deal, people can bring the money, but you being as a very informed, well-educated investor can bring a lot more, which has a lot more value to it. And people don't value you. And for example, I was working with a builder and builder was not able to get permission from the city and from the public to build it. And I was able to do a little JV with them and I able to put the project together. Recently, I did a project. I will not be able to name of this builder. He, they are one of the second largest builder in Canada. So they came to with me to a, unload a project. And they said, listen, we cannot sell for this price, less than this, because we have sold the rest of the universe for this price. But we need to uh, uh, download about 40 other units. I said, how about doing a deal? Why don't you offer my investors a two years, no payments, you make the mortgage payments, you pay the property taxes, you pay the maintenance fees, and they'll buy it. And my investor can realize 50 to $100,000 profit on each deal. And they agreed upon it. They you know, saved their face, the deal is done, and that's how it works. In the JV agreement like that, 
uh, you will go in as a deal maker yeah. and you come up with the creative ideas. And even though it's one of the largest builder <clears throat> and they have all the money, but they also have the time shift though. Yes. From time after time, <clears throat> we come across deals. So for example, I'm gonna give you uh, two good examples quickly or three examples, one or two, three examples, same, same thing with different uh, spin on it. What happened to Canadians when they receive a notice of sale? A notice of sale comes in and the wording is so scary. Wording is very clearly saying, pay up or get sued. What? Pay up, get sued, and the letters coming from a lawyer. I'm not too sure who you are, what you are. If you're an average Canadian homeowner, you got scared. Now, we got a couple of calls from same situation like Alberta and Nova Scotia, and also we got a call from Newfoundland. I'm in Ontario, and people have to find my name that I am the person who can help them out. And then I give them 10 different techniques at no cost to them. Hey, there are 10 different techniques you can use. I'm not interested in buying your property, but I'm interested in helping you. Can we use all those different 10 techniques? People say, but you don't want to buy my house and I will buy it, but that's the last resort. I want you to keep it. Yeah. When you go with such in integrity and honesty and you go after the fact that you really care, I don't care out of 10 deals come to me, I did nothing. At least at the end of the day, I feel good about it that I sincerely help with everything I know. These things are available for a lot of Canadians. Now, recently we have to buy a few properties, <clears throat> no trouble buying it, but I gave them every single benefit of the doubt if they can keep the property. We bought the properties, we made some money, but I made sure they walk away with the dignity, with the divinity, and they know they become, they have a member or they, I call them, hey, you become a part of my family, anything I can help you with, just a one phone call away. Yeah. I'll take the calls at three o'clock in the morning. I'll take the call at four o'clock in the morning. We have 10 different provinces, five different time zones. To me, it doesn't matter. It's worth waking up in the middle of night. In many ways, a lot of the techniques you taught us today and shared with us and introduced us to talking about grants and all of these things, they come, they yield a lot of power. And I think um, I love that you have the perspective of caring for people. I know your heart. And actually, to be honest, because this was such a information-filled podcast, I don't even think we really got deep. But guys, I was seeing Nav get emotional talking about the things he cares most about. That includes young people, includes pets. Um, it includes uh, suicide, I know, is a big thing. And, and Nav is very much an advocate for his students and for fellow investors if there is one thing that I think Nav is able to share with his students, it is that heart behind. At the end of the day, if you can make money in real estate, whoop-de-doo, what are you doing it for? And I, I truly, Nav, believe you're doing it for the right reasons. And I really do. I really appreciate you taking the time, sharing information and your heart with our listeners today. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for the opportunity. I I'm I'm hope, I'm hope that information will help them. And my intention is if I can have at least one Canadian or a few families or first-time home buyers, I feel the conversation we have, the time we spend together and the message goes across will help somebody. And that's our intention. Thank you Folks, so much. If you guys could support the show, you could leave us a comment. If you have a question for myself or Nav, we will be keeping track of that. You can tag us at Watson Estates as well. But I hope you guys take some time to check out the Flipping for Profit website and just get involved if you have any other questions for Nav. And truly, again, brother, I appreciate you taking the time to, to come on the show and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much.